Hi, everyone, and welcome to the COVID-19 vaccine show, the number one COVID-19 vaccine show in the world. People want to know the truth, and the truth comes here, and it's not a political spin. It's nothing to do with anything except we are talking about the vaccine and what's happening with COVID-19. Dr. Mark, how are you? I'm sure you're going to really thank all the listeners that tune in each and every week on the My Nationally Syndicated Show, plus also your podcast that people really love that you're giving different information that they see on the mainstream. You know, I'm, I'm thankful that you're, that the listeners keep an open mind. COVID affects their lives and will continue to affect their lives. Ultimately, the listener is responsible for their own health and the listeners health, it, their bodies belong to them, not the government, not to other, the World Health Organization, but through education and through debate, you can learn and help make rational decisions for your health. Absolutely. And that's the important thing because there has to be other options. And I'm going to touch upon what Biden did uh, making the vaccine mandatory. Then we'll go right into Dr. Fauci. And you're hearing more about natural immunity and other options, even though the vaccine is being such a pushed uh vehicle right now, uh, especially even though it's not working to stop the spread of this virus. Um, what about with the mandatory vaccines for businesses and stuff? How crippling that's going to be for them? You know, there, when Biden mandated that under certain circumstances, some federal contractors needed to be vaccinated, uh, that will affect large numbers of contractors that contract with the federal government. And there is a rational argument that you don't want people on a federal job site spreading COVID. Correct. That's, that's, that's reasonable. I mean, let's, can we all agree that that's reasonable to ask, please don't spread COVID when you're at your federal job, if you're a right. federal contract. That's fair. But how those people develop immunity is up to them. And what we know is, is that the intramuscular vaccines, people are, can still be transmissible. If they actually had a natural infection, they wouldn't be transmitting. Now, natural infections are of two types, two, two broad categories, and I'll categorize pulmonary, which can lead to uh, very severe side effects, lung problems, uh, associated ICU, and sometimes death, uh, and also GI side effects. GI exposures, which is virtually no big bad side effects at all. You might get a little loose stool. You might get a little diarrhea once or twice at worst. Uh, but I don't know of a single person who's died from solely from GI exposure. And, and the World Health Organization says that gut exposure through food and, and liquid is safe. Yeah. So if, if we wanted everybody, if we want everybody, every contractor not to spread, then let's get them exposed through their intestinal tract. That way they won't spread. Now, if we give them a vaccine, they can say they're part of the team. Yay, yay, yay. But guess what? They're still going to be this able to spread. Happen. It's especially yeah. for people that are not vaccinated or even on vaccine on the site. Things are coming out now. Uh, Dr. Mark, according to uh, some of the studies that we're hearing, especially coming out from the UK, people dying from the vaccine, not because of the vaccine, but because of contracting COVID. And also what's coming out in Israel, right? That this new variant 
is not the vaccine is not protecting this new variant. Here's here's the the gist. If we look at our mRNAs, uh, Pfizer and Moderna, they were spike proteins. They were to introduce the spike protein so you could develop a a, a systemic, not a mucosal, but a systemic, a bloodstream reaction defense to that bloodstream spike protein. The problem with that is, is that you may have antibodies in your bloodstream, but if you don't have the, the, the defense on your mucosa of your lungs, it still grows on your lungs. And when you talk and breathe and sing, it goes out and into the room. And what has happened is if we follow the general trends, let's look at the general trends. The efficacy of Pfizer and Moderna and spike proteins that were based on the old design from last year will continue to deteriorate in efficacy. Meanwhile, the side effects after you take round and round and round and round will probably go up and up and up. Right now in Israel, people are on their third Pfizer shot the third round of Pfizer's. I think you had to take, what, two Pfizer's to begin with, and then and you have a booster, booster, and then another booster. Mm -hmm. Imagine a year from now when people are on their sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth yeah. Pfizer booster. It's not going to work. <laughs> I mean, that's not the long-term solution. Has somebody not paying attention here? No, that's not the long-term solution a year from now. Now, most people, including yourself, you know, we have- Natural immunity. We have uh, some of us have acquired natural immunity through the infection or through oral exposure. But, you know, the, most of us expect to live like several years, like three or four years. We have kind of long term plans and career plans or and certainly we have children that we want to live for a long time. And if that is not if the Pfizer and Moderna are not the long term plans, we better start looking at other things. Is there any lawsuit available if you do have side effects from the vaccine and, and die or certain things? You, you, you've waived your rights and you have no rights whatsoever. No. Are you positive? Some oh, absolutely. You should never expect to recover one dime from any side effect. What, what's what about if you die from the, from the vaccine? Uh, uh, that's, you know, it's, that's, that's uh, sad and, and tragic. But, but you don't but think lawsuits will ever happen? They'll be covered up. They can't sue Pfizer? No, no, you have no no right to sue Pfizer. That was under emergency youth authorization. But even now, um, that's not going to change. I don't think that that's going to change. Wow. Uh, even though it, whether it's under an emergency classification or not, there's not going to be any. I don't anticipate any recovery, zero recovery. That's crazy. OK, so you talked about the government workers, but also they're maintaining companies too uh, to either test Every, which is very expensive, or be fined if they don't, if the, the employees are not taking the vaccine. That is pretty really going to cripple a lot of businesses, isn't it? They have big, a lot of employees. That came out too with Biden's mandate. You know, many of the Republican governors, the governors manage the state medical boards. So you're seeing a difference in power. This is really a lot about political power. The president controls the CDC, or is supposed to, if you really think he's in charge. But he is, has some 
influence over the CDC and the FDA. The governors of the state have control of the medical boards. And many of the Republican uh, governors are saying that they are are not going to go along with this and that they are not going to make this at the state level. They're going to take them to court and that the state has traditionally taken care of health care. So if you had a health care issue in your state, it is generally addressed by at the state level, not at the federal level. Now, this idea of centralizing power to the CDC is is rather risky. Okay, that's risky. Remember, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Isn't that true? You've heard that, right, Neil? Don't put your eggs in one basket. What if we decided we're going to have one form of of immunization, whether it's natural or whether it's vaccine, and we put everyone, every man, woman, and child in the United States on that one one form of immunization, Mm -hmm. let's say the Moderna or the Pfizer, If that turns out to be a dud, we put the entire population into it and you're risking that they're, you don't, you've have all your eggs in one basket. Now, what we have is we have diversity. You believe in diversity, don't you, Neil? Yes. We should have diversity in our choices on immunization and how we choose to be immunized. We should have a choice to people offering them, do you want to have a natural infection where you can swallow food or drink or water that has some live virus in it that doesn't taste any different and that you can get an immunity that way? Or would you rather have a shot in your arm? Don't you think that people should have a choice? They truly should. Now, what's Dr. Fauci coming out with now? This is interesting. Okay. Now, yes. Okay. Let's just, I'm going to hit share screen. Okay. I'm going to give you the ability. There you go. Okay. Okay. Let me see if I can come in and, you know, I'm not the most. Is this coming up on the screen? I'll let you know when it comes. It's not there yet. Okay, hold on. Can I bring a PDF up? How, how, how do I show what's on my screen right now? Do you know? PDF? Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah so you're going to be able to bring it up by sharing the screen of whatever the choice of screens are. Okay. And I'll talk about specific things while you're doing that. So while Dr. Hayden is sharing it, basically what we're hearing is the vaccine is still the spin that taking the Moderna or the Pfizer vaccine and the the screen is being shared now, taking those is the only real option. No third party drug uh, unless, as we know, uh, Moderna is or Pfizer or Moderna is create? I think it's Moderna is creating a pill after the, the booster. You've heard about that two pills that you take for the rest of your life. I that, think that's, I think moving to oral based immunity is what we talked about from ever. Yes. So, yes. And, and they, they're right. going to be forced to go down that path. Absolutely. And then here's the yes. other thing we want to talk about with the Pfizer or Moderna. I forget which one it was. I think it's Pfizer that the two pills that they're considering to take is just like an ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine. It is not a vaccine. So we're going down the route of after we get the booster, you can take the pill for the rest of your life. So that it's kind of like almost like, remember the days of penicillin when you had you had rheumatic fever, you would take it for life. That's what it sounds like the pharmaceutical. But let's see what you have to share for us now. Okay, first of all, 
anytime you look at like zero hedge, many of the ideas are going to be fringe ideas. I don't agree with all fringe, but you're going to see some good ideas among the bad ideas. And certainly Fauci says there's no firm answer on why Americans who recover from COVID-19 should get vaccinated. It, it does turn out that natural immunity is much stronger than any type of vaccine. Right. However, let's look, be realistic. If you got natural immunity by just inhaling, there is a substantial risk that you will either be in the hospital, you will be very, very sick, or you, it may be your time to die. Okay, so that's getting it by an inhalation is extremely dangerous. Getting it by gut exposure doesn't have to be dangerous. And of course, this is the same argument that was presented by me, offered by me to the uh, Operation Warp Speed in, I think it was April or May of, of, of last year. But at any rate, what is he talking about here? That COVID-19 infection prevent, uh, helps give better protection from infection and hospitalization than the current vaccine. And that is just the beginning trend. So if you look at Pfizer and Moderna a year from now in Israel, yeah, my prediction is people are not going to be on their sixth, seventh Pfizer shot in Israel. I don't think that's happening. Okay. No. I just, especially, I think the efficacy is going to go the, down. The variants that are coming yes, through. Yeah. That's right. So, uh, and so, how then do you actually even discuss people? Look at this. The balance of evidence demonstrates that natural immunity confers a durable protection. The protection from natural immunity goes like up five years. Easy. Maybe longer than that. What are we talking about with Pfizer? You get that brief introduction of that antigen to your bloodstream and you have a sudden cram course in trying to identify it for, for, for 24 hours, you may go through sudden, but that's not the best way to learn. You know, the, Neil, the way we learn things best is give us a little time. Right. I can't do a cram course in Spanish in 24 hours. I will only mm. know a few words, okay, be honest with you. But if I do a little Spanish for maybe two or three weeks, I might know 50 or 100 words. Okay, I will know it much better when you get the prolonged gut in where you have a natural live infection of your gut. It gives you lots of time to process and learn, learn that that antigen and learn that virus. Now, one of the things we do is is when we have natural infections, we get a much longer durable infection, even against the variants. So, hey, these these data. COVID-19 vaccines further. Okay, now you can also say that if you've had a natural infection, should I go get a spike protein? Let's say, look, for me, we all know that I have natural infection. Do you, right. do you agree with me there, yes, Neil? Definitely. Look, if I got really paranoid one night, I could run down and say, oh my God, I just got to join the, the vaccine brigade, okay? Uh, and just, here, give me a Pfizer. Right. How much will I really learn from that Pfizer? That Pfizer is based on a spike protein from last year. It's not based on the, the spike protein that's floating around in my community, in my office. That's crazy. So if, I want, no. if, if I really want 
to get exposure and update my learning about that virus, I can just get somebody to rinse their mouth out when they're in my office and they're COVID positive and I can have a sip of it. No. That's all I need, you know? Any rate, but, but look, what is, what is this? Look, this is very interesting. Pfizer board member, Scott Godley, to call for immunity to be part of the policy discussions. Yes. Did you know that I offered to discuss yes. this? You didn't? Yeah, I offered to discuss it in May of 2020. Now, one of the things that happens in bureaucracy, all ideas are not treated equal. Right. Ideas with have big money and big dollars, that's what reaches the top. So if you even went up to Biden and said, Biden, why don't we just say that everybody needs to be immunized instead of vaccinated? Right. He would not have the, I doubt he would even understand what you're talking Correct. about. Correct. So natural immunity, yes. six times what, more. What, what, yes. What if you told Fauci and fought, I mean, what if you told Biden and Biden's wife's a doctor? What if you told her, hey, talk to his wife and, and tell her that we can use live virus as a natural immunity to the gut and have low side effects? Does she even know that? She doesn't know that. No. She doesn't. You know, guess what? Only information is filtered and discriminated against. It's really amazing to see really hierarchies, how they keep ideas out, not just how certain ideas flow in but how certain ideas are kept out by the other people that surround so, them. So yeah. what do you see is going to happen? When is this going to come out? When are we going to finally see a change and that the vaccine, that finally natural immunity, uh, oral inoculation is going to come full center, six months, a year, two years. When do you see it? Well, here's, here's what really is interesting. Neil. Open discussion is always better argument, debate. You know, if I had gone down to the CDC and argued in front of Operation Warp Speed in May of 2020, they would have pointed out the following. They would have pointed out, hey, Dr. Hayden, we're afraid that if we give this live virus in the community, that it'll be in the toilets and people will, it'll transmit from the toilets into their respiratory tract. Well, the truth is we know now that that really doesn't happen. That's like the old argument that you get AIDS off the toilet seat, or if you use the same commode. You remember those arguments, Neil, 30 years ago? Hey, guess what? The guy before me had AIDS. I sat on the same toilet, and now I've got AIDS. It doesn't work that way, people, okay? So we don't have to. And then the other argument is, hey, that means there's going to be a lot of COVID virus out there. <laughs> well, last time I checked, there's more COVID virus now than ever before. It's not going away, and it's obviously here to stay. So now we're not dealing with a temporary pandemic. This is a permanent pandemic state of life for the humans for the foreseeable future. Would, would you agree, Neil? Yes. So what would you so what is this next steps? What are the okay. next steps for you? Here, here's, here's what they did. The CDC did fund Altimune, which was a nasal spray to trigger antigens. Guess what? That's not as effective. And even though when we talked about the Missouri population, remember we right. talked about the Missouri population, 1% of the people did not die in Missouri. 
If 1% of the people had died in Missouri, there were 3 million unvaccinated people. That would be 30,000 unvaccinated Missourians would have been dead. Now, there was only, I think, about 1,000 or 1,200. So that's less than 3% of the expected death rate if they had no immune treatment whatsoever. Does that make sense, Neil? So accidental exposure is gone on at very low level, but you have to have enough of the gut exposure to be equal or superior to the mRNA vaccines, and you'll probably have lower side effects. Does that make sense? Makes so sense. just just because I was, some got on my, my food, that might cut down on my risk, but I still might have some symptoms. I may avoid the worst case scenario. But hey, guess what? You, people need to have a standardized dose of live virus that they can take that is regulated by the government and, and by the industry and that can assure them that they're getting the accurate gut exposure. So when do you see that happening? When do you think you'll finally be able to speak or at least other people, other doctors will believe what you're talking about right now and that you guys get together and finally they're going to look at a oral vaccine that is. I think I think that you're coming within the next two or three months. Then it's going to be over. No, the pandemic will keep on coming. Let me tell you, this is this is a ongoing uh so I think that in three or four months, when, when COVID is still here, when we begin to have winter waves of it, I think that the government will finally go and start saying, you know, we need to revisit, we need to discuss live virus vaccine for COVID orally taken, very low side effects, no sore arms, no fever and chills, no body aches. No, no cardiomyopathies, just immunity, just exposing people in a safe way so that they can learn that virus so as safely as possible. And not do you transmit. see government shutdowns happening in three months? You know, I hope not, but I, I see that it, I, I believe it will be another tough winter. And so I, I, so I believe the mutations are. The it's mutations to, go, right, to the Republican states, right? It's best to yeah. transfer the revolt. Yeah. Yes. And so in the end, a lot of this is the truth will eventually win out. Yes. I am convinced that you can deny natural immunity. You can ignore natural immunity. Yes. You can take the person who wanted to speak on natural immunity and totally disregard him from disinvite him from every every speaking opportunity to CDC. Yes. But eventually the facts become so obvious you can't ignore that. Okay. And so that you're going to see natural immunity used to treat covid in an oral based form and that will be that will be live virus that in a in a less probably a, a earlier form that's less pathogenic and it'll be taken orally of, of the coronavirus family and that your side effects will be very low and that you're, uh, it'll be highly efficacious and you will not transmit. Okay. All right. So the best finish up every episode. What do you tell us, especially when we hear that COVID's here to stay, we need natural. The vaccine is a scary thing to look at right now and the spread continues. What do we should, what should we tell our listeners today? If they finish up. 
You know, above all, make the most of every day. My days are numbered. I realize that I have a limited number of days. Every day I spend is one less day I get back. And we want to make the most out of every day and every moment of our lives. And we want to realize, too, that be patient and realize that the truth will win. The truth can be sped upon. The truth can be crucified. The truth can be ignored. The truth can be mocked. But eventually, the truth wins. And, And the simple facts, the biology is not changing. The physics are not changing. And these things... These things will come to pass and be be a good cheer. Love your children, love your families and do the most you can with every day. And and one of the things I wanted to do is if you're exposed to a new, don't be afraid of having it in your drink or in your in your food. Exactly. Don't abandon your family out of fear. Don't abandon your spouse out of fear. You want to be hold the hand of the people that are sick around you. Do not desert them. That's the message. All right. Well, that was another great COVID-19 vaccine show. Make sure you reach out to Dr. Mark Hayden on social media. Look him up. Look up COVID-19 vaccine show, the number one COVID-19 vaccine show in the world. And appreciate it, Mark. And take care. Thank you. All right. That was the COVID-19 vaccine show, guys. Take care.